Welcome to Internet on Tape. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined by... Lindsay! And... Nicole! And this is episode 34 of Internet on Tape. We're getting up there. On Tape, yes. Thank you. We're getting old. We are. 34, is there any magic number? Uh... It's... I don't know. It's a nothing. Sequential. Yeah, I like it. It comes after 33. No, 34. 34, like... One, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Sequential. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with that. So anyways, we're back. Really nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last bi-coastal, I hope, uh, internet on tape. Yeah, I so, come home on Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. Two more days, like two more full days here. Not saying this episode. includes the day I travel. Not saying this episode's going to be bad or anything like that. It's just we've had the audio issues, of course, so... Hopefully that's all resolved and we have a kick-ass so get show. ready, everybody. I'm going to be louder than ever when I get home. And, and clearer than ever. Yes. My voice is going to be crystal clear like a bell. Yes. And we have... Ringing throughout your Christmas evening. We have an awesome musical artist this week as well, which we'll get into in a little bit. But why don't we get into our weeks? Who wants to take the lead? Lindsay? Sure. Nicole? Lindsay, go for sure. it. Sure. Um, so this week I went... To medieval times. Yay! Which, which was awesome. Um, I went with like 30 of my friends. Right. For my friend's 30th birthday. Okay. And it was so magical. Um, if you're not familiar with medieval times, you go and you watch these knights battle each other. And you're served this meal that you do not get utensils for. You eat everything with your hands. So I have never felt so awful in my entire life because, of course, I... You, sit, can't, you can't ask for a fork. You can't say, can I please have a fork? I mean, then you're just you a poor say, sport. I demand a fork. I declare work? bankruptcy. I demand utensils. Well, I was... What if you had, like, a salad and you're just, like, eating... <laughs> you have to eat a salad with your hands. Yeah, <laughs> live a little. Okay, so you got your meal. So out of all the people in the whole wide... 30 person party. Right. I sit next to my friend who's a vegetarian. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay, so, so tell me about that. What did they get? I, you, first yeah, of you, all, is it a turkey leg or is yeah, it chicken? Yeah, it's a turkey leg. So first of all, I just feel like a monster sitting next <laughs> to her. Like picking at this thing with my fingers. And I had been drinking, so it was already, it's like sloppy. Right. And picking at this leg, like making sure I get all the meat because I want my $42 worth of this meal. Right. And so I'm just like going for the gold. Mm -hmm. And throughout the entire thing, I just keep looking at her going, I am so sorry. Maybe like, I'm so sorry. You angle your plate a little bit away from Don't look at me. But bless her heart, I have never loved her so much as I did that night because she got the vegetarian plate. Was she wiping your mouth with a napkin as the, the turkey <laughs> no. grease was running down your lips? And I'm glad that Medieval Times is, is, is vegetarian friendly. Yeah, like so they bring her lasagna. Oh, okay. With a fork and a knife. Okay, there we go. And I knew oh, wow. my true love for her when she pushed the fork and the knife back towards the waiter. Okay. And it was like, I don't need these. And he looks at him and goes, but it's lasagna. And she goes, I don't care. And I, she ate the lasagna with her bare hands. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> I was so happy. Like, I could not love her any more than I did at that moment. That's funny. 
But so, of course, you have like 30 people who are in their mid to late 20s at this event. And we are so into it. Like every time our night rides by, we're all like standing up and screaming for Do you for get him. to choose which section you're in? You, they sit, seat you in a section. So you don't get to pick your night. It's no. It's given to you. <laughs> right. Okay, so which night were you blessed with? The blue night. You my boy blue? Yeah. It was very easy to right. come up with that, clearly. Right. I've never been to medieval times. Like, do you, like, really cheer on a team? Oh, yeah. yeah. You have your night, and you are defending his honor. Is it just a night? Or is there other things that are, are yours, too? Do you have, like, your own king and queen? Nope. Just the night. He's battling to be, like, the victor. The night. Okay. So anytime our night would come by, we'd all stand up and cheer. And anytime any other night would come by, we would boo. Cheers and jeers. Is it like a different result every night? Like a different night really wins? Yes. But I feel like it's a conspiracy because clearly our night won. And I feel like whoever has the biggest party there, you get to win by default. Okay. So like we were front row center. We were on par. Okay. And so then afterwards... Don't you get, like, and it's a big pit, and there's sand and stuff, so doesn't all that sand kick up into your delicious meat? First of all, I wouldn't say the meal's delicious. Okay. (laughs) Secondly, no. 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 They hose it down like it ruins the fantasy, like some guy comes out with, like, a hose (laughs) and starts spraying down the, down the, the, the course. Yes. And so then the night is, like waiting in the lobby once you're done to like take pictures and sign autographs for the kids. And so Brianse and I decide that we want to take a picture kissing the night on each cheek. Okay. Biggest mistake of my life. It was like kissing the ocean. It was so disgusting. And then our friend didn't even take an in-focus picture. And I was like sitting there going, I can't do it again. I can't do it. I can't. (laughs) So, no app saved that picture. I just let it go off into the abyss. Right. What would you say the demographics were? Were there a lot of younger kids? Oh, it's mainly children. Children and families. Okay. And a group of 30 drunk 20-somethings. Okay. (laughs) All right. And then um, the car ride home was just so epic. It was one of those nights where you're just like really feeling it. We played some sweet jams, Mm -hmm. all singing at the top of our lungs. It was such a good night. It was great. And then my other highlight of the week was today. I surprisingly had a surprise. I surprisingly had a surprise day off. Yes. And so uh. I went to Magic Mountain, <coughs> which is a theme park with lots of roller coasters. Right. However, it's like Six Flags. Yes, yeah, Six Flags. But it's ma- it's ma- Six Flags Magic Mountain. How yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. However, like a fine wine, my decision-making skills are getting better with age, mm-hmm. and I decided to stay up until four in the morning drinking Perfect. the night before. I decided to go on roller coasters all day, but it was still great. I did great. I didn't throw up once, right? though several times throughout the day, I looked at my friend and was like, there is a chance I'm going to throw up on you today, and we'll be that much closer because of it. But I survived, and it was great, and so much fun because no one was there. So we went on all the rides like very quickly. Did it rain at all? It was like a little sprinkle. Okay. But not bad. It beats waiting in line for like three hours. Yeah, no, it was great. It's been a very adventurous week. I feel very spoiled. 
Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Right on. Nic- that is the gist. Nicole? Um, my week has involved a lot of packing, um, a lot of laying down a layout board in the house that we've been shooting in until very late at night. And What's a layout down board? Painter's tape. It's like that cardboard stuff you put down on really pretty expensive floors so you don't fuck them up when you're moving tons of furniture out over it. Oh, okay. Um, so that's really fun. I don't know if anyone, anyone or any of our listeners has ever tried to put down layout board down a spiral staircase. I feel that like that's kind of dangerous. Quite challenging. Then you would slide down on the board. You like, no, that's the thing though. Like you tape it down step by step. Oh, okay. And it's spiraled so it's like you can't just like, like, right, you know you what I mean? Like you have to, yeah, like you literally have to cut it like piece by piece. It is so time consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, amongst all of that, I had a realization the other day that I would like to bring bring to light on our podcast with all of all of our listeners. Yes. It's very important. Have you guys noticed that there's no black people emojicons? Is there no black emojicons? Aren't, aren't you guys a little bit offended by that? There's like, really not. There's really not. There's like that Indian guy with the turban on his head, which is very like stereotypical and terrible, but there's no black people. That's hmm. weird. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty interesting. I know. Because there's, there's a lot of them. Or something. Well, what I'm you got to sure. do is you just have to turn down the contrast, your brightness of your phone down like 40%. And then. Yeah, there really is. There's like. An Asian man and the Indian man? A policeman? I don't know. Hmm. There's like the most random shit, like the two girls dancing. But okay, no that is guy. not random. That is an excellent emoji that That's is my used favorite one. in daily I use conversation. That one a lot too, actually. In my recent uses, yeah. always. I always use that <laughs> one too. That's my favorite one. What other ones are in your recent uses? Mine is like the one that. Looks like really disappointed, like eyes down, sad. Mm-hmm. Pizza. Mine is like the kissing face, the Santa Claus, the nails getting painted. I have pizza slice, the I'm devastated face, <coughs> the like I'm crooked, the like smug face. Mm-hmm. I have okay a high heel in mine and a <laughs> glass, glass of wine. All really important things. Yeah. I also have a knife on mine. <laughs> All right. I don't know what you've been All doing, right. but... <laughs> so in addition to realizing that there's no black people emojicons and trying to raise awareness about that, I also watched the movie called Where the Heart Is. Have you guys oh, ever seen that? Oh, I love With that Natalie movie. With Natalie Portman, and she has a baby inside Walmart. Yeah, I love that movie. I, that used to be my I have, favorite. It came on while I was in my friend's room, and she was like, oh my God, I love this movie. Have you ever seen this? And I was like, no. And then like at least 10 minutes into it, I was like, wait, is that Natalie Portman? Like it took me that long to realize it. And then my friend was like, yeah, you haven't seen this? She has a baby inside Walmart. She like lives in Walmart for a couple of weeks. And so then like, this, like the movie kept going on and on and I couldn't like stop watching it. And so then it did that thing like where I was trying to stay, you know, up watching the rest of it. But then the commercial started coming quicker and quicker and longer and longer. Like, you know, they play the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie uninterrupted, so you're hooked. Right. And so then I was up, like, to, like, 12.30 watching it, and it came on at, like, what, like, felt like 10 o'clock. Like, two and a half hours to watch this movie. That was probably 90 minutes. Was it, it was a really happy good. movie? Is it a comedy? Is it's, there, a, like, a life drama movie. Yeah. 
with a few comedic moments. Yes. Okay. Like the guy's name in it. The guy is so weird in it. Foreign, Forney, is that his name? I can't remember. It's fresh in my head. Such a weird movie, though, but so good. Like, I had no idea that existed. I've never seen Natalie Portman like that. I kept picturing her, like, Black Swan or, like, V for Vendetta with no hair, like, randomly in the middle of it. As she was, like, talking with her little southern accent. Um, yeah. And then in other news, other really exciting news, I got my gel nails put on or done or whatever before Thanksgiving. So today I finally got a manicure after having them on for four weeks. And it was so, so, so horrifying. Really? Why horrifying? They were just really grown out. And, like, underneath the nail was, like, separating from, like, the gel and, like, it was just so gross. I don't even want to talk about it. It's so, so embarrassing. Will you, so will you do the gel again? No. I mean, I, yes, I would because it doesn't come off. Like, it stayed on for four weeks without chipping. But you said it was horrifying. Same. Just because of how long my nails got. Oh, okay. It, like, they've never been that long in my life, I think. Oh, okay. Everyone was, like, making fun of me at work. They were like, please go get a manicure, Nicole. So today when it was quiet in the evening, I, like, snuck out and did it. Okay. That was relaxing. The important things in my life going on. And I come home on Wednesday, which I'm so, so, so excited about. I have to pack some stuff. But I'm probably just going to wait till the last minute to pack it all and throw it all together. And then I'm going to fly home. And I'm going to take a car service home because I'm so fancy like that. Because yeah. I land really late at night. And then I'll be home for my birthday and for Christmas and everything. Yeah. Woo! Yay! Yay, you. Yay. Okay, your turn, Dust. Yay, me. Um, I just want to say... <clears throat> that I've done a lot of my Christmas shopping There's on Amazon. And you all know that I love Amazon very much. It's one of my favorite companies alongside Red Bull. Um, so Amazon has been kicking ass for me. I've been ordering stuff like crazy, and it's been coming on time and just super easy. That's how I do all my Christmas shopping. And... Uh, Another company, which is on my short list of things that I love, is Warby Parker, which is a, a eyewear company. They do both prescription lenses and sunglasses, and I do the sunglasses, of course. I don't need glasses. But uh, a, while, a while back, I had ordered some sunglasses, and I'm very picky about my sunglasses, so it was uh, there was a little bit of an issue with one of them, and it was, we were going back and forth about it, really, and they were just... Always super helpful, always nice to me, always going out of their way above and beyond. So I think I'm a nice person as well. So what I did was after everything was said and done and I got my, my awesome <laughs> sunglasses, um, I sent them a, I sent them a uh, thank you card. So I wrote out this nice message and mailed it to them. And just that was my good, hey, thanks for doing what you guys did. So... A couple of days ago, I get a package on my doorstep, and it's from Warby Parker. So I'm like, what is this? So I open it up, and they wrote me a, a nice letter saying, hey, thank you very much for what, everything you said. Thank you for doing those kind things. We like to do kind things too. So here's this cookie. So they have this really fancy cookie, and it's like Santa Claus, but he's wearing sunglasses, like their style of sunglasses. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, oh no, no you did not. You cannot out-nice me. 
<laughs> so what did you do? Well, I spent the next couple hours because I'm out here in California and they're in uh, New York. So I'm like, you're trying to start a cookie war. You're trying to start a cookie war. So then I started researching cookie places around their. Oh my god! So researching cookie places around their offices, like seeing where if I could have someone deliver cookies to their office, oh just my to one up them. <laughs> but then I decided, you know, this is it could just escalate too much. So I just thought I would end it there. But I did think about just giving like gift card to a cookie place in their area, but I haven't done it yet. Are you? You gonna change your Facebook status to in a relationship with them? Well, I just, <coughs> I just feel that they're a great company, and I appreciate their personality and and that you know sort of thing. And then to, to take the time to write back to me, it's like that was cool. I saw it on the fridge when I came over here, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So uh, there's a cookie war brewing. I haven't decided if I'm gonna retaliate. The shots have been fired. <laughs> I might return fire. So, uh. And as I alluded to, uh, Red Bull is also on my list, but they don't send me anything yet. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, I have been drinking coffee the last um, month, couple months, I was trying to switch over to coffee. But of course, I love Red Bull much more, so I went back and relapsed to Red Bull. Which do you like better? Well, I like Red Bull because I, I don't really like warm. <laughs> I don't like warm things really. What about iced coffee? I like iced coffee, but. I can't make iced coffee in the morning. You just fucking put ice in it. <laughs> I guess, but <laughs> what's the challenge? Um, I'm, would... I'm scared that I'm gonna put ice the ice in it and it's gonna explode my glass, like it's gonna shatter the hot Ooh. and cold. So that's why I don't do it. I guess. I do want to touch on another comparison. We all know that I love stout, and oh, I tried yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to branch out and try umami this week. These are these are burger places. Gourmet burger places. Yeah, upscale burger places. And Stout, hands down, will forever have my heart. There's no comparison. I wanted to try umami, but I'm, I guess I'm going to have to skip over to Stout. We should do a blind taste test. Uh, or just go there two different days. That also. Or one for lunch, one for dinner. That too. Or second lunch. Also true. <laughs> Tell me more about your week. <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, I didn't have much going on. Just a lot. Just a Nicole lot of, and I are clearly getting sick. It's I know. just like I know. sniffles in the coffer over I'm here. Sorry. I'm probably gonna get it, but uh, no, my week has been just uh, shopping online, um, trying to avoid the malls. How cool is online shopping? It's amazing. Like, if you could tell your little like, if if I could go back in time and tell my like ten year old self, dude. Everything you could ever want is going to be online. Yeah. yeah, I've been trying to use Etsy for a lot of my gifts because yes. I want to support the arts. Right. But then I started getting real angry with this one girl because she didn't send me my shipping notification. Mm. And then I was like, Oh, no, you didn't. Little Etsy bitch doesn't send out my gift. Yeah. No, I, I like Etsy. I, I ordered something on Etsy and I, should I say what it is, Dusty? Why? It's for should you. I wait it's, to come? Just wait for it to come. Okay, well, I ordered something exciting on Etsy, thinking that I would get it, like, while I was still here in Miami, but then I learned that it's shipping from fucking China, and I won't be here for two to five weeks, and so I had to, like, already do, like, the mail forwarding request, like, to have whatever is coming here to Miami sent home to L.A., 
Well, so hopefully like I get it. Someone, or I might never not get it. Someone we'll ordered me something from Etsy for my birthday, which was in September, and they still <coughs> haven't gotten it. Hmm. I feel what? Like, I feel like Etsy is supposed to be about small craft people. It's weird right. to me that it's coming from China, and it's probably like yeah. mass-produced, you know? I mean, the girl was emailing me back. Yes. Like, she seems nice, but it's a little bit strange. It's fine. I'm using a coaster made out of gift cards right now. Yeah. It's not working. I'm sorry. Uh, Is it sliding around? It's just leaking. I feel bad. Yeah, whatever. And I spilled. Life, Life is, is so, so hard. hard. <laughs> I knew you were going to that. Um, no, oh, that's my shit. week. I don't really have anything. I'm really excited. I thank you again to Warby Parker if we have anybody that's listening from there. Thank you so much. I really like your brand and... Uh, if you'd love to sponsor the podcast, I'd have no problem with that. But warbyparker.com is where you need to go. And they're really, really friendly people. Way to one-up them. No, I, sponsor you. us. I dare you. I dare you. to. I, I or double else I, dog I'm going to send you. cookies to your place if you don't sponsor I me. I will cookie the shit out yeah. of your workplace. Right. So that's it. I mean, so cookies aside, let's get into our featured artist, which is Indoor Voices. Uh, they're located. Can you take a guess where it's lo- where they're located? Canada. Yes. Canada. That's right. <coughs> uh, they just released their self-titled EP back in October, and it's just awesome stuff. It's actually got some guest vocals from a bunch of different people. One of them is uh, a member of the Dum Dum Girls. Which ones do you love? Woo woo! That's one of the tracks we'll be playing. But we're gonna start you out with a, a track called "So Smart." Take a listen.
So that was Indoor Voices with So Smart. Again, the uh, EP you can get off Bandcamp, which we love. Uh, it's available for a... You can get the digital copy for about $4 Canadian, or you can get their uh, 12-inch for about 15 So I'd recommend it. It's short, but I like it. A lot of good stuff. Um, and Nicole, being that you're coming back, I, I figured mm-hmm. that it might be good to talk about home. Like when... What is home? What is home? Home is where the heart is. Exactly. Where the heart is, like Walmart for Natalie Portman. So how long does it take <laughs> you to find no? home okay. in a new place? You're coming back, but when you went, you moved to Miami, and Lindsay, you've moved around. How long does it Once. take? <laughs> how long does it take for that new place to feel like home to you? Like what things are that have you discovered that are great? I think it has a lot you to miss do. about old home. It has a lot to do with like who else is there with you. Like when I went to the Dominican Republic last year for the whole month of November, I hated it. And I was like so homesick every single day, but it was because it took me a really long time to like get acclim- acclimated. Is that the right word with everything? Yeah. That's the right word. Um, and like, I didn't really like bond with the crew that much. So I was like very alone a lot of the time. And that's, and I didn't really have a lot of work to do. Also, I was only working like four hours a day. Like my workload just was very tiny. So I like, I just didn't really interact with that many people. And that made it really hard for me to like be comfortable there. But here in Miami, probably like the first like month in, I felt really comfortable. And then like by the second month, I was like, yeah, like I'm here I am living at the opera tower with my view of Miami from my 48th floor room. You know what I mean? Right. But it was also because like I was like bonding a lot with the crew and like definitely felt like part of a family and everything and like made like new best friends out here and everything. Um, and I had a lot of like really good experiences. I did a lot of things like for the first time out here that I've never done before. I had a lot of like what? Just, just really good experiences. Like that morning that I woke up at like five in the morning and went with Kim to go do yoga on the beach. I've never done yoga before, let alone on the beach, like in Miami. So that was cool. And then I did the 5K. I ran a 5K for the first time. Um, what else? I don't know, like little things, like getting like gel nails and like microdermabrasion facials. Like, so just I don't know. Living, it, living it up to you makes it feel like home in a way? No. I think it has to do with the people. Oh, okay. I feel and like... like- and like having your places, like, you know, like, like the DRB, like going to the DRB, like we've, I've been to the DRB more times than I can count. Like things like that, like having like places that you feel like are yours. I feel like there's certain aspects of home. Like I moved not that far, like not that far from where I grew up. So for me, it's like, sure, I consider where I live home. Like I have my group of friends there. I have the places that I go. I have the things I do on certain nights, but when it comes to like me running my errands, I still run them in my hometown. Like I'm still way more comfortable in my hometown running around than I am in LA. Cause I'm like, I don't know where I am. Like, and I haven't taken the time, which I really should force myself. You should. Yeah. Cause that would feel like, more no, like this home, is where I live right? now. Not let me drive 45 minutes to my hometown <laughs> where I know I could get it done in like shorter time. Mm -hmm. I should just learn. But I feel like 
I don't know. It's kind of the same thing. Like when you go on vacation and suddenly you start like saying, oh, it's time to go home. But you mean the hotel. Like there's always an aspect of home. But when you officially am like, this is where I am. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm still harboring two places, but that's because where I live and where I grew up are both so close. Because I could see my friends here, but then I have my friends there. But I feel like at the same time... Do you feel like it's hard, though, to balance both? No. I mean, I come out here where I grew up at least once a week, and then I, I feel like I appreciate it more because I live away. Like, everyone's more excited to see me. I'm more excited to see everyone else. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But when I want to go to a doctor's appointment, I still come out here. But that's mainly because LA is a big city and I'm just like, uh, I trust people in my little suburbia more. I mean, you don't have to pay for parking. That too. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. There's always like, I mean, obviously, your hometown is always your hometown. But home is different. I don't know. I'll get sentimental. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's always like a lot of people who, <clears throat> like I work with a lot of people who are flying home to LA the next couple of days, but they're still going home from there. Like some of them are flying to New York. Some of them are flying to like Vegas. Some of them are flying to like weird places like Oklahoma and like Michigan. Weird places. <laughs> I don't know. But I so feel like. like with, I wonder what that, that feels like for them, you know? With me and they for sure built lives. Yeah, with me and Dust, we both, like, have been in this general area forever. Yeah, the same 50-mile radius. Yeah, so it's, like, you're always going to have ties to it. I've never had that, like, I'm moving across the the continent. Well, yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, across the country or anything crazy like that to where you just have to, like, completely strip yourself of everything. Like, there's always been that comfort and that tie. I feel like it might be even easier to to strip yourself from everything and start anew because then you you're forced to to find new friends you're right. forced to find new places to eat I think it know. also depends how willing you are to like make your your new location your new home because like when I moved to Connecticut or when I moved from Connecticut to California across the country when I was 13 like it literally took me a year before I like was happy at all I was yeah. a very angsty teenager. I like to challenge myself. Like, if I know I don't have anywhere to be, I suck at getting around L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, I will be the first to admit it. My friend drew out this postcard to show me mm-hmm. what a bizarre route I went someplace when I could have made two turns to go someplace. And we were driving, and I'm like, oh, cool, Trader Joe's is right there. I feel like Trader Joe's is my point of reference where I live. Yeah. And anytime I go somewhere, I pass by Trader Joe's, and <coughs> it's like, 10 miles out of the way but I know how to get there from that point yeah so whenever I don't have any place to be I'll just be like okay I'm not gonna look at my phone do you know I'm just gonna try to get myself home. general compass like northwest east south like do you I know mean, do you know I go you back to my fourth grade classroom and try to picture it and then I know like never eat shredded wheat no but like can you feel <laughs> which direction you're going like I'm driving south right now oh no I taught Nicole and Nicole knows how to do it now so now I'm just always lost. I, but, I needed to be taught. It's true. But I like to challenge myself <laughs> so that way I'm like, eventually I'll make it home. I'm going to find something fun on this way. Right. 
you never know. And you might discover something cool and, and unique and, and whatnot. Cause when we were in Hollywood, um, Nicole and I, we discovered this cool new, uh, little, or not new, but little El Salvadorian place. And we had awesome pupusas there. That's cool. Just going out of our way and trying new things. So everybody try new things is the moral of this story. Push yourself this year. Push yourself. Let's start a revolution for the pre-New Year's resolution. Okay. Start now. Do you guys have New Year's resolutions, by the way? I'm going to procrastinate on that one. I've still got okay. like a couple weeks to decide. Okay. We can talk about it next up. Last next year episode. I did Year yeah, of next the Sexy, episode. and then I think I went to the gym like four times the entire year, so... I love that whole card that's like, I can't believe it's been a whole year since I didn't become a better person. <laughs> yeah, baby steps. Anything else you want to say, Nicole, before we wrap it up? Um, I don't know. Home is where the heart is. I don't know. But your heart goes, can move around the country. Yeah, like I'm glad to be, I don't know, I'm very like torn because I'm like, I'm sad to be leaving Miami and it's like sad for me that like I'm never going to like be here again with like these same people like at the same time in my life ever again. Like the, like I'm never going to have like this again. It's like summer you know I mean? camp. But, but like it was good because I realized that like about a month in and I like knew that I had to appreciate like the rest of the time here. So I feel like I've done a really good job doing that too. So I feel very satisfied with my trip here. Like I feel like I've gotten a lot out of this and I've like grown as a person from being away and being here and working and all that good stuff. Good. So being, having a different home can help make you grow too for your health. Mm -hmm. Robert's come from Marinara. <laughs> why don't we get in, why don't we get into some trivia? Yes. Some, this theme is going to be biology. I'm ready. Oh, biology. But it's mainly like animal biology, so don't cats. get it. Yeah. Like cats. Is it cat facts? Cat trivia again? Not this Dogs. time. Can you tell me what a titmouse is? That's rude. A titmouse? Yeah, a titmouse. What is it? A pig. Isn't it like a type of rodent? Nicole says rodent. What do you say, Lindsay? It's an animal. I'm not tricking you on that. It's like a little squirrel or something. A titmouse raccoon or something. A possum. An opossum. Any second one. I have no idea. A titmouse is actually a bird. a bird. It is a bird. Oh. oh, I should have known that. We sell a book that's called <coughs> Tits and Ass. And it's like about birds and donkeys. <coughs> After vampire bats bite hosts, how do they get to the blood? They wait for the person to just die. They suck it out. They snap the head back. They actually, like an Abraham they actually Lincoln vampire hunter. do not suck the blood. They lick it out much like a cat laps up cream. So they're licking. They don't suck. Hmm. <laughs> Through what body? Wait, what was the question? I feel like that answer doesn't even make sense for the question. What was the After question? After vampire bats bite hosts, the person they're eating. Yeah, I know what How do they is. get to the blood? Oh. And then I said they by get... sucking it, by licking it like a cat. Yes. Okay. What part, 
What part, uh, through what part do elephants drink? Their trunk. Is it their trunk? Lindsay I guess says so. Trunk. Nicole says trunk. It's actually not their trunk. They like, don't they take the water up with their trunk and then put it into their mouth? There you go. Yeah. Bing yeah. Bringo. Trunk. <laughs> Cynthia Dringus. But they don't drink from the trunk. They drink <laughs> to their their mouth. Whatever. And that's like, you know, they like suck the water up in their in their trunk and then they like spray it all over their back, like they're giving themselves a car wash. Right. An elephant wash. Where do dogs do most yeah. of their sweating? Their nose. Their tongue. Nicole says tongue. Lindsay says nose. You both are incorrect. Oh. Their paws? Yes, it is their paws. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Through the soles of their paws. Um, let's see here. Here's an easy one. Last question. Cats. What's the world's most common bird? Pigeon. Um, 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 um. Seagull. Is that your final answer? <laughs> seagull. Lindsay Hold says on. Seagull. I haven't said mine yet, though. I'm going to give you five seconds. No, that, stop. Hold you can on. Google um, it. You're Googling it. I'm not Googling it. See, here's my hands. I'm okay. not Googling. Siri? Are um, you using Siri? Are you throwing your voice no. to use Siri? I don't know. This is the most common I guess, bird. Like a crow? Nope. Numbering more than 50 billion, chickens are by, froze, oh, by, by far the most yeah, common cool. bird. You made me feel like I, I had it. The chickens, everybody. That's my trivia. That's it. Uh, I'm going to save some for, for, for later. I feel dumb. Life is hard. I don't feel smart right now. <laughs> Anyways, anything you want to say before we wrap this week up? I hope I feel better when I get home. I hope I really do get better by the time I'm in the air flying because I hate flying when I'm sick. You're going to be that weird, you're going to be that lady that's coughing and hacking up stuff. And uh, that's what I was when I was coming home from the Dominican Republic the second time I went there earlier this year. And I felt so bad for the two people on both sides of me because I was like, it, you know how it's like when you're sick, like you start getting sick and then like you're a little bit more sick the next day. And then by the third day, you're just like fucking full on so sick, like you're the, like you're the worst. And then day four and five and like six, you're recovering at that point. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I was on day three when I was on this flight, like the worst day. It was the worst day of my cold. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I think I'm like feeling better. Do you guys have that thing? Like when, when you start to like feel better from getting a cold, like things start to smell a little bit weird. That's cause like your sinuses are off. No. Are you Lindsay? drunk right now? No, I'm totally, I've mentioned this to Dusty before. Like, I don't know, like, for some reason, like, things just, there's, like, this weird, like, smell to, like, things. And that's, like, how I know I'm getting better. So since that started to happen already tonight, I should be better by my flight home. Okay. If any of our listeners experience this, can you please let me know? Maybe I could just Google it. Like, why, why do things smell weird when you're starting to get better from a cold? <laughs> Don't they just smell like normal because you can't smell before? No, it's because like I think it's because like your sinuses are all messed up and like you're congested and like I don't know what you're really smelling. I'm sure there's a reason. 
smelling boogers, I'll, Nicole. You're smelling boogers. It, I don't know. Maybe it might Can be, I, but your I'm, boogers I'm smell saying, really I weird. Just I'm, I'm just saying that it smells different, and there's like a particular smell associated with getting over a cold for me. I, just, I don't know. I just want to say that I was on this roller coaster at Magic Mountain today, where you're on your like stomach basically. So the whole time you're thinking, if this oh opens, yeah, what's that one called? Tatsu. Tatsu. It's like I'm yeah. gonna fucking belly flop onto Magic Mountain right now. Yeah. And we finish it and my hair is, is crazy. And then my friend just looks at me and goes, You have such an intense snot booger right now. And my nose had run and he said it looked like an extension of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Thank God you're who you are and you don't love me or don't want to date me or anything because this is a nightmare right well, maybe now. Maybe he loves you as a friend. He, he does, but I couldn't reach my face to wipe my nose because you're so hardest in there. Ew. So it was like you just had to let it happen. You didn't just do like a snot rocket and get the people below you? <laughs> no. And uh, don't you have to plug up a nostril to do that? Uh, you can do both and hope for it the best. It would have just, like landed on my lip. <laughs> we would have been in like a world of pain. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, if there's anything if you want I to sponsor have to the say, podcast, Warby Parker. Kleenex. Kleenex. Okay, Warby Parker. <laughs> uh, take a chance this week. Get lost. Yeah. Find your way home from some. Home, Wait, I home think I, I think I discovered what I'm suffering from, you guys. It's called phantosmia. Phantosmia is a form of olfactory hallucination. <laughs> While most olfactory hallucinations are caused by a misinterpretation of a physical stimulus, such as in the case of, never mind. This has too many words. I can't under. I don't know how to pronounce. Okay. Nicole's I'll research this okay. and I'll give you guys all an update about my olfactory system next episode. All right. Thank you, Nicole. Riveting. You're welcome. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. And if you do like the show, I'm not going to ask you to force it on other people. But if they are open to, you know, if they're like, oh, I'm, I'm stuck in traffic. I need something to listen to. I'm bored of all my CDs. The radio sucks. Suggest this to them. Don't force it on them. I don't want to force anybody to listen to us, but... For Christmas, all I'm asking is if, if people are looking for new stuff to listen to, give us a little holler. We'll be your holler back, girl. I was going to no start holler singing, back, right? I didn't want to get people drunk. Okay. Well, we, had to do, we have to do our singing. It's, it's, it's in our contract. You have to have a singing Mine every episode. I was okay. just saying the lyrics. Gwen Stefani has just such a good bod. It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Gosh. let's close out the show with... Awesome, awesome, awesome music from Indoor Voices. Again, Bandcamp is where you find all the artists. If you like what you hear, reach out to them. Let them know you heard it from us. We'll have the article up on the Knife Fight shortly. We're going to be taking out with a song called After, which has guest vocals from the Dum Dum Girls, Sandra Vu. So uh, we'll see you next week. Back in full force. Bye, guys. Bye.